0: Some people say that being a business owner and a mother means that balance goes out of the window. They say that balance is a myth. Forget balance. I say. That's bullshit. I say we don't have to buy into that story. Yes, we have a lot of demands on our time and attention and energy, but that doesn't mean we have to live in survival mode. We can show up as the present parents we want to be and keep the needle moving on our businesses. We can still thrive during the busiest times. It may not be perfect, but it's totally possible. Let's talk about how. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. Glad to have you back. So we're talking about balance today and not just balance at any time of the year, but at the busiest times. As I'm recording this, we are hurtling straight into the Christmas holiday period. This time of year can be crazy, I'm not going to dispute that fact. It is easy just to resign yourself to any semblance of balance you had flying out of the window at this time of year. It's also easy to feel really stressed about feeling pulled in all different directions at times when you want to be more present than is even the usual few with your family or if they require more of your attention and energy, but you still have a business to run, right? It's easy to descend into that mama guilt when you're working on your business and the business guilt when you're with your family. Well, I'm here to say that I don't think we have to feel like that at the busiest times of year, whether that's Christmas, the summer break, or some other time. I don't think those things are something to be survived. Where's the fun and joy in aiming to simply survive, right? I think it's actually possible to thrive and to achieve balance during these busy times. Today, I'm going to share my key ways to make that happen. Before we get properly stuck into this topic, I just want to take a minute to read November's review of the month. In case you didn't know, each month, I will be picking one lucky reviewer, reading the review on the show, and giving them a free success coaching call with me. This month's review comes from Elle Turner, and she says, a must-listen podcast, five stars. As a mum and business owner, I'm so glad to find a podcast talking about the relationship between the two. Corey's words resonate with me immensely, and her advice and point of view are refreshing. A brilliant new podcast. Thank you so much for your review, Elle. Reviews help this show to reach more people and have more of an impact, so I really appreciate it. And congratulations, because you won yourself a free coaching call. Send me an email over at support at Coryjavid.com and let's get your call booked in. And to everyone else listening, if you want a chance to win a free call with me, then head over to iTunes after the show and leave your review. Okay, so back to the topic at hand, balance. I just want to meet that word head on for a second. I've seen a ton of posts flying around social media, proclaiming that balance is a myth, balance isn't possible, and other such, let's be frank, depressing messages. In my experience as a mother and a business owner, balance is absolutely possible when you're focused on achieving it. One of the reasons that uh, many of my private coaching clients come to work with me is because they want that balance. Yeah, they want to attract more ideal clients, they want to make more money, all that great stuff. But the thing that they are most often keen to tackle first is that feeling of overwhelm that they're experiencing. And some of my favorite work is helping clients to achieve their vision of balance and seeing that huge impact that it has on them. Because... When we feel like our life is generally in balance, we're so much happier. And guess what? When we're happier, we show up as the best versions of ourselves in our business, meaning we actually make more money with ease and we show up as the best versions of ourselves for our families. So this is why I get really riled up when people claim that balance isn't possible, particularly for us who are mothers and business owners. I think that's a dangerous story to be perpetuating personally. The one thing I do want to clarify here, however, is what exactly I mean by balance. To me, balance is a feeling. It's not a neat division of time between different activities. It's not something that can be achieved inside an hour. It's a feeling that's cultivated over a broader period of time. I like to assess my own sense of balance, for example, on a week-to-week basis. How balanced did my week feel? The other thing that balance is not is perfection. I don't want balance to become some kind of stick that you beat yourself with. Goodness knows we probably have enough of those, right? Balance is not a once and done kind of affair. It's something we need to be constantly mindful of if we want to feel like we're living a balanced life. Now that we've cleared that up, let's really get stuck in because you could well be thinking, well, yes, that all sounds amazing, Corey, but I have a dozen plates to keep spinning at the best of times and the holiday period has just added another six plates and now I'm one person with two hands. I don't see how I could possibly achieve a sense of balance right now. It's okay, I've got you. I'm going to share with you the ways that I'm cultivating balance at this busy time of year. I'm gonna share them with you right now. So the first thing to do is to get Intentional. One of the reasons why we find it hard to cultivate balance is because when things get busy, we get less proactive and more reactive. So we need to actually get much more intentional. So I think the best place to start with this is to define balance for you. Define what it actually means to you. What does it feel like to you? What would that look like in your life? And then, so I would define it in a more general sense, but then I would redefine it for this time of year because this time of year being Christmas as I'm recording this, but it could be, like I said, the summer period, it doesn't matter. It is going to look a bit different. So define what balance is going to mean for you for the period ahead. So you actually know what you're aiming for rather than just arbitrarily thinking of balance as something that just can't be achieved. Get specific. What's that going to look like? What's that going to feel like? The other thing that I'd recommend is in terms of introducing some intentionality to help a sense of balance is actually getting intentional about your transitions. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean, when you are transitioning from one task or one thing that is taking your energy and focus to another. So I got this great tip from a book by Brendan Bouchard called High Performance Habits, a really great book. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes for you. But he suggests that Before you transition to the next thing that you're going to do, that you do a little reset. So for example, let's say you've been doing some work at home, but you're about to then leave to pick up the kids from school. You would do this little transition exercise. Um, Or for example, you're actually interrupted in the middle of your work by a shouting child. I'm sure we can all relate to that one. Rather than just dash off, take a moment to reset or equally you know you've been spending some great time with the family and then you want to go and do some work or you want to go and do another activity something to prepare for Christmas for example it's in those little moments between leaving one thing and starting the next that if we don't do some kind of mini reset and I'll talk to you about what that is in just a second if we don't do that then we're taking the energy from the thing that we were just doing into the new activity which is why we can end up feeling not very present for the thing that we're doing. So either we're feeling the mama guilt because our brain is thinking of work still when we should be chilling out and enjoying a Christmas movie with the kids, Um, or equally we're feeling that business guilt when we're doing something with the kids and we should be feeling like we should be doing work. You know what that kind of push-pull mental situation can be like. So what Brendan suggests is that you do this mini reset between your transitions. So you close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and then in your head or out loud, you repeat the word release. Now you don't have to do it a hundred times. You could just do it a couple of times, but it really helps in releasing the energy of the thing that you've just been doing and resetting your energy for the thing that you're about to do. And then you can follow that up immediately with setting a mini intention of how you want to show up for the next thing. So for example, say that you've been doing some work for your business and then you're about to go and spend some time with your family. If you just spend those few seconds doing this, releasing that energy and setting that intention of maybe, right, I'm gonna go spend some time with my family. I want to show up as super fun mum, or I want to show up as really present it can make such a difference, just that tiny little transition management. So try it and see what you think. I find this one particularly useful, not just, you know, at those different handoff points between your day, those different transitions between the things that we do as business owners and mothers, but also when you actually get interrupted. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you can all relate to being in the middle of something, maybe you're in the middle of, you know, your flow, writing some great content or writing a really great email to somebody and you hear that, mom, I'm hungry from downstairs. And it's easy to feel in that second like, ugh. And then immediately, as soon as you felt annoyed, guess what happens? The mom guilt creeps in, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm sure we've all been there. But in that moment, rather than dash downstairs to get the snack for the hungry child or whatever the thing is that's happening in your house at that time, if you just spend a few seconds doing this transition activity, this transition exercise, it can make such a difference so that you actually arrive downstairs feeling a little bit more present and having left the activity that you were working on upstairs. Does this make sense? So I find it really helpful in those interruption moments. So the second tip that I have for you in creating balance at this busy time of year has to do with the flexibility of your business. Now, of course, we are already at the crunch time here. Christmas is almost upon us um, if you're listening to this as this goes live. So, now wouldn't be the best time for me to tell you some strategies for building your business in a way that it supports you and not the other way around, and building your business in a way that's truly flexible, by which I mean you can take time out as and when you need to, and your revenue doesn't take a nosedive when you do. You might not have built your business in that way so far in which case that's fine because I have a short-term strategy for you instead I would encourage you to have a think about um, after you get through this busy period how your business was supporting you at this time or is it the situation in your case where you are supporting your business you're the one holding it up and then when you have your energy and attention elsewhere things start kind of tumbling down a bit if that's you that's fine It happens to lots of people, but have a think about when you get to the end of this period, if that's been the case, because I would encourage you to look at building your business up and refining your business to make sure that it starts working for you more. But that aside, let me share with you my short-term focus for creating a flexible business um, at this busy time of year, which is going to help you to cultivate that sense of balance. So the thing that you really need to do is you need to be super clear on the most important activities in your business. What do I mean by the most important activities? Those are the things that keep the needle moving. They keep the warm leads coming in and converting. They keep your existing Clients happy those are your key business activities but they might be broken down obviously more than that into sub activities but at a high level those are the things that you need to be looking at so get really clear on what those things are for you when you know what those things are then you can actually have what i call micro days in your business and this is a great way of keeping your business flexible so that you get to take the time out, but you're not taking your foot off the pedal so much that your business grinds to a halt and then come the new year in this instance or come the end of the busy period, you're spending all that time winding the machine back up again. So I see this so often, people falling into this trap that when they get really busy, certain things start to slide, for example, uh, marketing and sales, and then the work dries up or you get through the busy period and you find yourself with no leads and scrambling around trying to get the cogs turning on the marketing and sales machine, and it takes a while for those things to really start working for you, doesn't it? So rather than have these kind of peaks and troughs, it's absolutely possible. For things to stay a bit more stable through the busy periods. So, my suggestion is have these micro days. So you can have a micro day when you're really clear on what are the most essential things I need to do to keep that momentum going. If you don't know what those are, then you're not going to be able to achieve these micro days. So that's why your first step is getting clear on what those activities are for you in your business. So make a list of everything that you work on in your business, everything that you work on on your business. So in your business will be anything serving your clients. On your business will be things like sales and marketing, and admin, CEO time, all of that jazz. When you can see that list, then you can quite clearly pick out the things that are the most essential so that when you're really time pressured, you can just hit those key tasks. So say that you have four key tasks that you know you need to do in order to keep the momentum rolling with your business. Then if you only have an hour one day to work on your business because you're doing other things with the family, for example, You can spend 15 minutes on each rather than feeling like, oh my goodness, I've got this massive to-do list. I'm never going to get through it all and almost spending that hour panicking trying to pick an activity or stopping and starting several different things. Anyone else been there? I've definitely been there in the past. But now I always adopt this strategy of having micro days where I might do, for example, if I had an hour, I might do some um, writing some content so that I'm still out there and connecting with my audience. I might follow up with some warm leads. I might do some work to make sure that I'm delivering uh, above and beyond for my clients. And if I just did those three things, that's going to keep the needle moving on my business. And so it's very easy for us to not really spend the time to look at what are the key activities for us and to have these huge to-do lists and to do all the busy work all the time without actually achieving anything and you might want to go and listen to the episode how to start getting some shit done and stop being so damn busy or something along those lines I'll link it in the show notes for you that has some great strategies for actually getting stuff done but what I would suggest here in terms of at this busy time of year is to be super clear on what those key activities are for you and your business and then use this idea of having micro days when you have that real time squeeze. Okay, the next thing in terms of achieving balance at the busiest times of year are that you need to let go of guilt. Oh, mama guilt is such a bad one for us, isn't it? It's so pervasive it can creep into anything and at all times if we allow it and then we can also heap on a dollop of business guilt too so we can be working on our business feeling the mama guilt that we're not with our children then we can be spending some time with our children feeling the business guilt that we're not working on our business and then in that same moment likely dollop on some mama guilt because we feel bad about the fact that we feel bad that we should be working on our business we can be our own worst enemies that's for sure here's the thing about mama guilt in particular is it's there for a biological reason guilt is a biological function and it's there so that we don't neglect our families essentially however what most of us experience a lot of the time is that mama guilt in overdrive don't we and so the first step here is to observe the guilt creeping in and to recognize that it probably isn't serving you. And when you do that, you sort of separate yourself from the guilt. You kind of see it from the outside and immediately it has less of an impact on you. And it's really important for us to do this because the guilt that we can feel, particularly during the busy times, like, oh, I feel so guilty that I'm not doing enough in my business. I feel so guilty that I'm not doing enough for my family. It just stresses us out. And it actually, she takes up a lot of mental space that could be used for being more creative or being more present with our families or anything that's more useful basically than feeling guilty because feeling guilty isn't serving us. So recognize that it isn't serving you and see what you can do to ditch that mama guilt. It's not going to help your sense of balance. The fourth thing that I want to share with you is, and this is not going to be surprising if you have been hanging around in my spaces for a while this is something that I'm always banging on about (laughs) but you need to get some support we absolutely cannot do this alone at the best of times let alone at the busiest of times and we shouldn't try I think it's unhealthy this idea of solopreneurship because it makes us feel like we should be achieving everything on our own and then we can be our own worst enemies as well with regards to motherhood can't we feeling like we're the only ones that can do this or do that or we have to have all our shit together none of us really do let's be honest so we need to recognize where we need support So I would urge you to have a think about the busy period ahead and think about it in terms of the balance that you've defined now for yourself and that you're looking to achieve and decide what kind of help or support that you could get that's going to help you to achieve that sense of balance. So get really clear on what needs to be done. And that could be in your business or with the family, with Christmas preparations. Have a look at the whole shebang and see where you can get support. And also... When you're looking at what needs to be done, can we just take a moment to say it's time to take some of the things off the list that are on there. We set almost impossibly high bars for ourselves at this time of year. We are feeling like things need to be that Pinterest perfect, Instagram worthy picture of Christmas. It doesn't have to be that way. We can have an amazing, wonderful, joyous time uh, without putting so much pressure on ourselves. So when you're looking at the list of things that you need to do family-wise, make sure that you're not setting the bar too high. When you're looking at things that need to be done with your business, Be really wary of things that have crept onto your list that you feel like you should be doing, but actually, do you really need to be doing them? Do you really want to be doing them? Have a look for things that are projects that could actually wait until the new year. They don't really need your attention now. Don't feel like everything has to stay on your list. See if you can delegate something. Maybe you could hire some temporary short-term help in your business, like a VA, for example. Maybe you can just completely park some of your activities until later or completely slash them off your list. So I did this last summer Last summer, I knew that I was going to be in a really time squeezed period and I wanted to feel a sense of balance. So I got really ruthless with my to do list in my business. I wrote down everything that I was working on, projects, regular business activities, and I just went through and crossed a ton of them off and I felt so much better. And so I would urge you to do this at this time of year. This is going to be the thing that helps you feel more balanced when you feel like you've got a very narrowed in, very focus to do list and the support that you need to get it done then you're going to feel that sense of balance much more easily so once you've gone through and been ruthless with the list and seen what you can get rid of go through and see what you can delegate what you can hire out Don't succumb to being a martyr. Some of us, and me included, I've definitely been there. We can feel like we have to do everything ourselves. We don't. People can help us. Okay, it might not look exactly like we might do it. And hey, let's be honest, sometimes people can do it better than us, just saying. (laughs) It's a hard one for us to admit sometimes. But other people can help, and it doesn't have to look perfect. And So you could get somebody to help temporarily, whether that's around the home or in your business, or you could secure support in the new year so that you feel like that's something off your list for now. So for example, as we're recording this, we're in the middle of December and I'm booking out my spaces in my coaching practice that I have available in early 2019 right now because I know that for my ideal clients, they are going to feel so relieved to secure their spot with me, know they're going to have that support in the new year to be getting those great results, that ideal clients, more money, more time, freedom, And securing that support now takes it off your list for the Christmas period and can help you to feel a little bit more relaxed about what you've got going on. So have a think about whether there's something that actually you could do to secure support now for 2019, which is going to make you feel more relaxed now knowing that it's in hand. Okay, so tip number four was getting support. And then lastly, look after yourself. Really, what is the point of all of this if you get to the other side of this busy time and you're totally fried, you're totally frazzled? That's not fun for you. You're not going to be your best for your business then. You're not going to be the best for your family. And I understand that at this time of year, when you are under time pressure... It's easy to let things like self-care fly out the window and to feel like it seems like such a time luxury, but actually it's this time of year when you really need to be looking after yourself. You need to be almost doubling down on your self-care efforts because there's so many more demands on our time and attention that we really need to be protective of our energy and doing things that help to replenish our energy because otherwise we're going to be depleted. The other thing, in addition to maybe even boosting your self-care or at the very least making sure that it still features regularly in your week, is to just cut yourself some slack mentally. So look after yourself in that way in terms of don't beat yourself up if something doesn't go perfectly or if something doesn't run smoothly. There's always little hiccups and hitches. And at the end of the day, as long as we make it through the busy period without feeling burnt out without feeling overwhelmed we actually allow ourselves to enjoy it along the way it's going to be so much better so when you cut yourself some slack mentally you try to shut those gremlins up that are telling you that you should have done this and should have done that you're gonna just enjoy yourself more. And guess what? When you enjoy yourself more, you feel like your life is more in balance. So look after yourself. That's my fifth tip. Now, it's time for today's dash of woo. I love the dash of woo. A dash of woo in case you're new around here is a practical manifestation tip or mindset tip designed to turbocharge the tips and strategies I've given you today. So the key thing underpinning all of this, the key contributor to whether or not you can create a feeling of balance at this time is your mindset. So therefore, in order to create a sense of balance, you need to first shift your mindset. Think about what you've been telling yourself lately. For example, have you been using the words stressed or crazy busy or tired or knackered all the time? What comes out of our mouths is not only a reflection of what we're believing, but hearing our own words just further compounds that belief. So it's time to shake off that mindset that isn't serving you. So for this week's woo, start by noticing how you've been feeling and what you've been telling yourself and then open yourself up to the idea that you can achieve balance, that this is a busy time of year, yes, but it can be fun and joyous and that you get to thrive and as a result of you thriving, your business and family will thrive too. When you open yourself up to this possibility mentally, you're much more likely to find ways to make this time of year go smoothly and find ways to enjoy yourself along the way. So that's this week's Dash of Woo. I hope you've been inspired to go and define what balance feels like to you and then set about making it happen and thriving instead of surviving this busy period. Here's the thing about busy times in your business. When things get really busy, that's when you can start to realize that your business isn't supporting you, rather that you are supporting your business. It doesn't have to be that way, my love. It's possible to have a business that supports you working flexibly that doesn't tank when you take time off. I've been very intentional about building my business this way. For example, I worked half my usual hours last August, 47 in the entire month, and enjoyed my biggest cash month to date at that point. So it's absolutely possible. If you would love some support in creating or growing your business in a way that supports you, not the other way around, we should totally chat because that's my jam. That's what I love to help women to do. I'm booking my spaces for my six-month private one-to-one coaching package now for the new year. So you can book yourself a free discovery call at bit.ly forward slash discovercorrie or you can go over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me to find out more how we can work together and if we get on a call and we agree that we're good fit to work together you can secure your spot now then kick back and relax and know that come the new year we can hit the ground running and create those great results you know more clients more money more time freedom for you so head over to Coryjavit.com forward slash work with me to find out more and book your free call